Welcome back to another episode of The Serial Killer. Tonight we have a double dip. The first off, Danny Barber. Date of birth, May 8th, 1955. Died February 11th, 1999 by lethal injection in the state of Texas. Four victims from 1978 to 1980. This is a pretty short story. This all came off of Wikipedia. Barber was arrested for the murder of 50-year-old Janice Ingram on in October 1979. He killed her after a failed break-in attempt at her home. He was convicted because of a fingerprint, and he confessed. May 1980, he confessed to murdering Mary Caperton in April of 1980 and a murder of another woman in June of 78. He was sentenced to death in August 1980 for the Ingram murder, and he also got life imprisonment for uh, uh, three other murders. In February 1999, he was executed by lethal injection in the Huntsville unit in Texas. I know, very short, but that's what they had on Wikipedia for Danny Barber. Our second serial killer tonight, Clementine Barnabet. Date of birth, 1894. Date of death, 1923, question mark. And we'll get to that as we go along. Victims, 35. Barnabet was believed to be born around 1894 in St. Martinville, Louisiana. Moved to Lafayette, Louisiana in 1909. When she was 17, she joined a cult called Church of Sacrifice, which prompted the start of the murders she committed. Raymond Barnabet, her father, was abusive to his family and aggressive. Barnabet would often murder entire families. She used an axe to kill her victims, butchering her victims and cutting off their heads. After the killing, she would lay the bodies in bed together and leave them to be found as such. Her killings occurred between Lafayette, Louisiana, and Texas. First murder in February 1911, the victims were Walter and Sylvania Byers and an infant child. Later the same month, the Andros family, parents, and two children. An investigation was launched to find the killer. Authorities first suspected first suspect was Raymond Barnabet, Clementine's father. The Barnabet family testified against Raymond, saying he left town that night for unknown reasons and returning home late with blood and brain matter on his shoes and shirt. Zephyrin, Clementine's brother, stated when he returned home, Raymond bragged about the murder, saying the victims deserved it. During the time Raymond was being investigated, more killings occurred. In March 1911, Alfred and Elizabeth Cassaway and three children and a nephew were murdered. This caused a twist in the case because the mother in this case was white. The other two families were black. Raymond was thought to have done all of these massacres. He was arrested and sent to Lafayette Parish Jail. While Raymond Barnabet was awaiting trial, another familicide took place in November 1911. Norbert and Asima Randall and four children were murdered in a similar manner to the other slayings. Now the authorities considered another suspect, Clementine Barnabet. 
In the Barnabet residence, they found a man's suit covered in blood and brain matter in the closet. This prompted police to arrest Clementine along with her father. Clementine denied all connections to the murders, however, eventually admitted to 35 murders. She explained her connection to the Church of Sacrifice, an offshoot of the Christ's Sanctified Holy Church in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Clementine claimed a priestess of the church gave her and her friends a conjure bag that would grant them supernatural powers and make them undetectable to authorities. This spurred Barnabette to commit her first murder to test whether it was true. At the age of 18 in October 1912, Clementine was sentenced to life in prison at the Angola State Penitentiary in July of... I'm sorry. In July 1913, she tried to escape but was caught. In August 1923, Barnabet walked out of the prison, never to be seen again. So that's why they say that she might have died in 1923. They don't know. She was never found. She walked straight out of the prison and was never seen or heard from again. So that one kind of makes you wonder. Now we're talking almost almost a hundred years ago. So obviously she's gone now, but, uh, kind of how does somebody just walk out of a prison and never be seen again? Anyways, we have a Twitter. If you want to follow us, I've been saying it for the last couple episodes. Uh, it is the serial kill 11 on Twitter and would love to get some followers on there. I post about the shows and I post links for each show on there. Um, also, um, I'll probably be making a Facebook, um, pretty soon. Um, trying to get the more listeners to listen to the show and everything and then kind of go from there. But anyways, uh, this has been kind of a shorter episode. Um, you know, the holidays are coming up and I will have a show out next week after the holidays, probably, the 26th or 27th and then probably we will look for another show at the beginning uh first few days in 2020 so anyways everybody have a merry christmas and i will talk to you soon a little bit after christmas and then uh we'll go from there so thanks for listening to the serial killer